Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. Our Friday conversation with Bruins' Andrew Ferentz is brought to you by Verizon Fios, a network ahead, and by Subway Eat Fresh. And he joins us on the AT&T hotline 4G LTE with speeds up to 10 times faster with three uh, than 3G. AT&T Rethink Possible. Good morning, Andrew. Long time, no talk. How are you? Good morning. So, what do you guys want to talk about? <laughs> Politics. Let me ask you a broad, a broad-based question, Andy. Is it oh, growing? Is it growing tedious for you and your teammates to have to answer questions about Tim Thomas's politics when Tim himself is refusing to answer those questions? Uh, well, I mean, it's it's, it's one of those things. It's, uh, we've known Tim for a number of years, and, and so um, you know, I think he's obviously making his views a little more public. But you know, like I said, we've known him. We know who he is. Uh, you know what his beliefs are, so it's it, you know for us it's just kind of normal. Yeah. But wouldn't it take uh, some? Would it take some pressure off of you not to have to answer those kinds of questions if Tim were standing there taking those questions himself? Uh, well, I mean, he makes his views pretty clear. I mean, uh, I don't think he leaves too many blank, uh, you know, blank spaces for people to guess where he stands. Um, uh, you know, so it, it's his choice whether you know to to answer or not. I think he makes it more difficult on himself. Uh, you know, not to just, uh, you know, talk about it if he's going to put it out there. Uh, you know, but for us as teammates, I mean, it, it, it's really not that difficult. I mean, like I said, we know him. Uh, you know, we can kind of just keep our mouth shut about it because nobody really wants to wait into that. So, uh, you know, I don't know. It's, it's mixed bag, I guess. His new mantra yesterday is, that's politics. I'm here to talk about hockey. I'm not going to mix my private life and, and hockey. Do you think that was something that came down organizationally from management that says, don't be discussing things of political nature in the locker room. We're only talking hockey. We're trying to keep this not to be a distraction. Well, we definitely don't need uh, you know any anything outside of hockey, uh, you know, any negative thing outside of hockey, you know, to really you know be a distraction. Uh, it's it's one of those things when you're when you're an athlete, and especially in a in a town that you know loves their sports, um, you know whether you like it or not. I mean. Uh, you know, when practice ends, you, you still, you know, represent the Bruins. And, and uh, you know, it, it's no different than, um, you know, for me, to, for me to talk, I come out and, you know, talk about uh, environmental issues and mm-hmm. stuff like that. And I have the freedom to do that, and, and that's fine. You know, but I, I, you really have to, you know, keep in mind that you, you do represent the team. And, 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 you know, whether you're at the restaurant and, you know, talking to the waiter or waitress or, you know, out to having a couple beers, I mean, you are a member of, of the team, and I think you, you know, really have to be aware of that. So, you know, I think, you know, when he, when he doesn't want to talk about it in the locker room, you know, uh, I think he's, you know, I don't know, trying to not be a distraction. But uh, uh, no, but you know, like I said, in this city, you, you definitely have to be aware of uh, the fact that you, whether you like it or not, you know, your your comments and your actions are going to be scrutinized, and and you know, I, I think to a certain extent, right? So, you know, we get. You know, we are compensated very well to, you know, be, uh, you know, sports figures in this town, which which also comes with a, uh, you know, a certain responsibility, you know, socially. 
Hey, we've talked to you. We know you feel strongly about the environmental issues. We've gone over that, and um, but you're not. I mean, you're you're not really an in-your-face kind of guy. You point to that out with your teammates. Do you ever? Just curious. Do you ever, when you're traveling, sit down and have breakfast or lunch in the hotel restaurant, just you and Tim, and talk politics? Uh no, no. I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's not really a a comfortable topic. I don't think. Uh, you know, so I think it's probably, it's, it's easier, uh, you know, just to not, uh, uh, you know, talk about that too much. What if he took, what if you saw him finish up like a Sprite and just throw the can in the trash and not separate <laughs> it with the other trash? Would you get on him? <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, no, it, it's, uh, I, you know, I, I think it's like you said, you know, you, you, Everybody's got their own beliefs and has their own ideas, and, and uh, you know some people are a lot more private or public than others. And you know, I think the biggest thing is that uh, you know you do what you believe in, and, and, you, and you stand by, you know, stand by your actions. You take account, you know, you have, have to have accountability for your actions and and for the things that you say. And 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 uh, you know, I think you know, no matter if you're a hockey player or or, or whatever you know your walk is in life, you know, accountability is very important. You know, so I think uh, you know when you make your, make those choices about how private or public you are. You know, as long as you can, you know, face the face the music for first, and you know, I think people respect that. And, and and so you know, for myself, you know, I I you know say a certain thing about the environment, but I also live that way every single day. And and you know, I'm not shy about talking about it. And some people think I'm an idiot, and that's and that's fine. You know, it, that comes with the territory. Um, you know, not everybody's going to agree with you all the time, and, 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 and that's all right. And so I think, you know, Timmy's going through the same kind of thing. I'm sure he, he probably has, you know, a ton of new supporters that love him, you know, and I, I think he's the greatest thing on earth, um, you know, because they, they, really, they really like that opinion. Um, you know, but there's going to be people that, that don't as well. And, 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 you know, he has to be aware of that. He's not, he's not uh, uh, that, you know, that naive to think that everybody agrees with him. Hey, Andy, by definition, goaltenders, I, I think, are, are soloists. You know, they don't play with a defense pairing or on another line with, a, with two other guys. Uh, it, it, would you agree with that, that, they, that goaltenders in general are sort of soloists on a team? Uh, well, over my, over my career, it's probably 50-50. I mean, there's some, some goalies that are, that are, you know, completely, uh, you know, some of the best guys, you know, funniest guys on the team and, and you know, in the middle of every uh, uh, you know team events, and, and, and then there's there's you know the other half that you know really are uh, you know walk to their own beat and and uh, you know do their own thing. So it, it's uh, it, it's pretty tough to you know paint with a broad stroke. I assume I assume Tim is is the latter. Does he hang with the group in general, or is he off by himself with maybe just like one or two guys? Uh well, everybody does their own you know their own thing to a certain extent. I mean. We do have a tight team, and, and you know one of the things that makes us you know pretty strong is I think that uh, you know we are pretty well had not pretty we were very understanding of each other's differences. I mean, um, you know you're never going to have you know amongst a group of guys like that from so many different countries and backgrounds. You're never going to have you know the same opinions uh, you know whatsoever. But but the thing that makes teams good is, is their ability to you know look beyond that and and respect each other even if you don't agree with each other. And 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 you know that's our job, first and foremost, isn't to be buddies. You know, it's just to be, you know, good teammates and, and play hard for each other and and do whatever you can to to win hockey games. So that's that's the most important thing. And I think, you know, good teams and good players, you know, realize that and they can, you know, they can separate, 
the fact if they agree with somebody or not about politics, it, it really really doesn't matter. I mean, once you hit the ice, and if you, if you know he's a good teammate or not, as far as, you know, a good teammate to me is somebody who's going to do everything they can to, to help your team win hockey. Former NFL coach Bill Parcells has famously said again and again and again, if you give your team an excuse as to why they might lose, more often than not, they'll grasp onto that excuse and go ahead and lose the game. Whether it's complaining about the conditions out on the football field or so muddy we're not going to get traction or the plane got in at, at 7 o'clock this morning and we're exhausted, you're going to play exhausted tonight. A, do you buy into that philosophy? And B, do you think any of this has anything to do with the Bruins being 5-6-1 and one in their last 12? Uh, I don't think it has anything to do with that at all. Uh, I'll answer that one first. I mean, um, you know, I don't think there's any correlation whatsoever. Um, but I do agree with the, the first one about, uh, you know, the ability is there for, for people to, to, to grasp under an excuse if, if the environment of the, of the room is that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, um, and, and definitely, you know, from team to team that differs. Um, I'd like to think that, you know, ours is not like that. And and I think our success over the last few years probably, uh, you know, would probably back me up on that. Um, you know, whether it's injuries or our tough schedule or, or whatever whatever you have, and, and uh, even within the course of this year, I think that you know we had the opportunity to, to grasp on to the Stanley Cup hangover. <laughs> you know that everybody right, talked right. about Good point. as an excuse, but we you know we were we were able to say you know screw that you know we're not gonna you know fall into that and. And we, and we dug ourselves out of it. So it, it's, uh, I think, uh, you know, it, it's like uh, anything in a locker room. If you have, a, you know, two or three guys that, uh, you know, that uh, start to fall into that trap, you know, you can sink the whole ship. But, uh, you know, we, we, have a, we have a pretty good group of guys that way. Pretty uh, strong. I just, we'll just pick a random date then, like uh, January 23rd. Uh, since then, you've struggled. Uh, is there a reason? Do you, can you put your finger on why you've struggled since the day that Tim Thomas decided not to go to the White House? <laughs> uh, well, you know, honestly, I don't know if I want to go back to, to the start of the season or not. But I think that a lot of our our play has been, you know, has resembled the start of the year, where uh, you know we're missing that little extra pop that kind of puts our team over the top and. And I tend to lean a lot more, as much as you know, we're a team sport, and and, and we're all in this together and do your, you know, your, all your team stuff. I, I really do believe that, you know, sports, no matter whether they're you know single or team, comes down to, you know, individuals preparing themselves and, and pushing themselves to, you know, try to meet their, you know, meet the expectations and meet that bar that they've set, you know, when they have been playing very well. And I think that when we do struggle, it it, it really is about that. It's about individuals that. You know whose game has slipped, and, and it really does hurt the team, hurt, hurt the team in general. And once everybody kind of takes a good look in the mirror and, and, and can accept the fact that they got to pick their game up, then then you get better. You know, and so the teams that are more consistent have more guys that are, are honest with themselves, and they have uh, you know are more critical and more demanding of themselves. So I, I think that you know I think we have that. And, you know, I, I think that like I said, we've, we've proven that, and uh, it's not the easiest thing in the world to. Uh, uh, you know, you can't just flick a switch and all of a sudden turn your game around. But um, you know, awareness is very important, and I think that we have guys that are aware of the fact that they need to get their game better. Andrew, I suspect you anticipated a very, very hard practice after a six-nothing loss, and you got one, didn't you? Uh, it's a tough one. Yeah, it, it, it's it's tough, but uh, you know, in a weird way, a lot of guys 
uh, you know, like those ones. And it, it's funny, too. I mean, some of the, uh, you know, observations are, you know, guys have so much pride that, you know, they're battling harder in practice, you know, in some of those drills and going mm-hmm. harder at each other than, than we did in the night before. And I think that wakes guys up and say, you know, when you see it right in front of your eyes and you see your teammates, you know, just, you know, battling in front of the net, you know, with each other, you say, well, geez, why aren't we doing this last night? And, and so sometimes you need that wake-up call and, and, and just, uh, you know, to see it in front of your eyes and, and to remember, uh, you know, how proud you have to be and, uh, you know, during the games as well. Andy Brickley told us the other day that Patrice Bergeron is having, in his estimation, his best NHL season ever. And I, I, I think you probably would agree with that. But let me turn it around. Be really nitpicky. What doesn't P- Patrice Bergeron do well on the ice, Andy? Oh, uh, jeez. Uh, Is there anything? Well, uh, he doesn't. Uh, see, I'm trying to think. Can he can he I'm skate backwards? Really <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure he can actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I knew uh, it. I knew, I knew he, he could, could do every, He could do everything. Everything. He's pretty quiet. He could talk a little more. You'd like to hear uh, more from him? Can't trash talk. Yeah. No, no. Like I mean, like yell when he's opening. Stuff. Oh, oh, I see. Yeah, there, there's my nitpick. Wow, you're you're a tough grader. <laughs> I could see the headline tomorrow. Yeah, Ferentz dumps all over Patrice Bergeron. <laughs> hey, did you uh, did you did you uh, enjoy the White House visit? And uh, could you imagine skipping that? I mean, was it something that you will remember forever? It was amazing. Yeah, it really was. It was. Uh, I mean, most of us have, have. I mean, personally, I've lived in my in a, you know in the states. Uh, I think I'm over half my life now. So. Really? Uh, you know, half my life has been in this country. Uh, you know, and so I have a you know a really profound respect for you know for the office and, and for you know and for that for that sake you know everything that uh, that this country offers. And so the, the, the chance to go there was was amazing. I mean, it was it was really, truly amazing. Was it green enough for you? <laughs> did, did, they were recycling, right? Yeah, I think they got their their garden in the back too, don't they? Now? Oh yeah, they that's could, right. They make their own honey, so. Compost yeah, heap, yeah, all that. The, the temperature. Oh, damn liberals, yeah. Was the, <laughs> was the temperature like at sixty-five the way you like it, or? Did... <laughs> uh, well, they didn't serve bottled water. That was nice. They, they served the water in the glasses. So, uh, uh, yeah, they got they got good marks for me. It, it was good. So you look down on people who drink bottled water. Well, uh, it was actually interesting. Uh, here, here's here's my my spouting now. I got to spout my environment. You know, they banned it. They banned it the Grand Ca- <laughs> the Grand Canyon. It's now illegal. To sell bottled water at the Grand Canyon. Well, we, we're so lucky in Boston. We have some of the cleanest water in the whole country. Um, it, you know, I, we have a we have a great uh, great reserve. Uh, you know, just uh, just west of the of the city, and so we should be so lucky to have such clean water. Yeah. I don't I don't see why you need to get it out of a bottle. So when you ride your bike, you don't have a bottle of water there. You you take it out of the tap and you put it in a like a, a, a reusable container. Yeah. Yeah. He, he lives it, man. He's saving he, it, saving the planet one day at a time. He lives it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. All right, Andrew. Uh, a- Andrew wants me to remind you that you can keep up to date with the most recent happenings at Spalding Rehab Hospital. Like them on Facebook by searching Spalding Rehab or on Twitter at Spalding Rehab to get involved. Now, you know, don't you, that this environmental stand, Tim Thomas is going to be asking a bunch of questions about the environment after the game tomorrow afternoon. <laughs> well. Yeah, I know he's got to deal with my problems, too, so I guess it's a give and take. That's right, a Andrew. good point. You should do that. Get some reporters to go out to him and say, what, what do you about think these environmentalists? Andy, what do you think of Andy Ferentz? He thinks you're, what, what is he, I bet he doesn't drive a Prius, does he, like you? 
probably, probably drive him crazy, so that's all right. That's good. Turn the yeah, tables he, yeah, on Yeah, he's probably got an SUV, a gas-guzzling SUV. You should call him out. <laughs> uh, I think I'll stay away from that one. All right, Andrew. Uh, good, luck, good luck tomorrow in the matinee. We'll talk to you next week. Hey, thanks a lot, guys. Andrew sure. Ferentz with Dennis and Callahan, brought to you by Verizon Fios, a network ahead, and by Subway Eat Fresh. He's Andrew like... joined us on the AT&T hotline, AT&T 4G LTE, with speeds up to 10 times faster than 3G, AT&T, rethink possible. You know, he's like Tim Tebow. He's very disarming, yeah, likable. likable guy. He, I mean, we've gone over this before, how wacky environmentalist Plus, he's he riding his bike to the, to the his to, bike. riding his bike was doing the interview with yeah, us. Yeah, I know, and he, like, he, like. Craps in a box because he doesn't want to waste the water. He does all kinds of weird one things. One sheet. One sheet. One sheet. That's a, now, that with would the, bother me. With a finger my, hole in the middle. <laughs> yeah, that's oh. why they call them pudding hands. <laughs> think, think of this, though. And nobody minds. He's been like that since he got here. Yeah. But he's just a nice guy, laid back, doesn't not in your face. Oh. Timmy has an edge to him. You know, Timmy. Yeah. You know, makes you feel like he's ready for a fight, which bothers people. And then he won't fight when they... Uh, when they come up to him in the locker room. I meant to ask about the Perkins School. He went to the Perkins School yesterday, and they did all these interactive games, and I forget which teammate he went with, but two Bruins went, and Andrew was one of them. And they put blindfolds you uh, blindfolds on you, so it's like an even playing field. Cool. And I think it was sort of like a, um, not, not a kickball thing, but they were all sitting on the ground, and it was sort of like rolling the ball and trying to hit somebody. It wasn't like, wasn't like dodgeball type of thing. But you do it with the blindfolds on, so yeah. you can empathize with the kids at the school. And he said he had a great time doing it. I meant to ask him about it, and I forgot about it. Next week. Remind me to ask him next week. I'll remind All you. All right. What else we got going on? We got uh, we got me to uh, say what? Is that we coming got, up next? He said what coming up next? Excellent. We got Belichick's, Belichick's day yeah, I got a fellow spyglass. What he shot, Jerry. We have a rough estimate, mm-hmm. and not too good. Not. I mean, his team is doing okay. His teammate, Ricky Barnes. But it's yeah, hard to know right. because you pick mm-hmm. up. You know, once you're like at eight, you pick it up. Right. Yes, you, know? you do. I think he put a few in his pocket. <laughs> we'll be right back.